0: Chris Kiefer.
1: Hey everybody, welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so dang easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for all of us out there. Thank you for joining me once again. We are back. Special off-road edition, but first we got to thank Fly Racing. This guy next to me knows nothing about Fly Racing. He wears some other gear brand that we will not mention, but Fly Racing Light Hydrogen is a great set of gear. You guys should go buy some, and of course Racetech, racetech Racetech.com. You guys want to get some oil change, seals done bushings, revalve, this guy here next to me knows nothing about suspension as well, so he wouldn't know anything about race So, But we are here, we did one podcast with this guy, I would say over a year ago, and it was fun, I got a lot of good feedback from you guys out there saying um, it's fun banter between me and him, and, and you like the story, so he has a new ride, basically has a new life, That's what I'm going to call it. It's an all-new life. Um, Still angry, as usual, but um, we're working on that right now. He's working on it right now in his chair, actually. He has something to help him out with that. So anyway, we have Gary Sutherland. Hi, Hi, Chris. How's it it going? It's funny about Gary,
0: people. So Gary is amped up a lot. I'm amped right now. And then, when by the way, gets on the I know fly racing. I was in fly gear before. And by the way, I'm pretty sure you've learned everything you know about suspension by listening to me whine about my suspension. You know how to f- give feedback to people because of my whiningness, <laughs> and you do do that a lot. Yeah, I do.
1: You do, but and I have you, you do bitch and moan about suspension. But this is this is a later <laughs> conversation. We're gonna we can't just jump right into it. We gotta slowly creep. I never.
0: How have I never jumped?
1: I jump into everything, dude. What are you talking about? As as loud and obnoxious as you are, oh, that's a great but. Stick. You are
0: when when you're on the mic or doing an interview. Yeah, you're mellow. I'm not mellow right now. You're mellow. This is mellow for you, dude. Me. You've been mellow ever since we wa- I walked in the door to this great soundproofed room at Chris Kiefer's household. Um, he's been like, "Hey, man, it's down to business. I got my." questions written out for you like come on dude are you kidding me hey. my new life of
1: course by hey. mx has ricky braveck on the show and you yeah. decided a long time ago that you didn't want to go do that with me
0: i, I did said i've you. offered it's, it up
1: to you no, many times
0: i've went with you before the thing is though is like you went with me yeah i went with you when exactly when did you go people this guy uh, he's too cool for school now when did you go uh 2015 15 or 16 really yeah it was before i lived in arizona yeah i went and remember you're like dude you didn't even talk and i was like well you and steve are going at it like up you're seasoned up no I wasn't seasoned up it was like there's nowhere to jump in and i'm not that rude that i'm gonna interrupt you guys because it's not my place but here i can interrupt you because we're at your house okay so (laughs) awesome i'll interrupt you as much as i want so
1: 2017 works heron hound champion yep um you didn't get to ride with your Heron Hound um, number one plate, did you?
0: No, it's sitting in a toolbox at my house. Just a You're nice, shiny number one sticker. Yeah. I will, at some point. I'm still a little bitter about that whole thing, so I'm sure we're we'll gonna, get into that, too. We're going <laughs> to get into
1: that, too. So, you won two titles in 2017. I think we did this podcast before, right? either right before you won or maybe right after you won your championship, where you thought you still had a ride. Mm-hmm. That got... Pulled from you, so you were on a Yamaha Purvines team, won two champion championships for them, and then explain to everybody because I don't think a lot of people know. I think people assume they know, but give us your take on what happened. And and, and hey and here's no this is not a bullshit no bullshit
0: podcast. Yeah, know? yeah. no, I get it. And there's there's the the thing is pull. Poli- I have to no, be somewhat. You so have to be somewhat politically correct. No, you don't. Like I got screwed. At the end of the day, I signed a three year contract.
1: Yes. And you signed a three-year the first year, correct? Yes,
0: three-year the first year. But unfortunately, in the bottom of my contract, it said we can, you know, we can cancel this contract at any time for any reason. Well, when I signed the contract, I figured, all right, whatever. I saw that, and I said, figure, well, you know, if the teams, if we're not jiving and the team doesn't want me around, cool, like that's fine. But if I'm winning and we're winning championships, what, what, I'm not, you know, they're not going to kick me off the team, like. And we worked fine together. Yeah, there's times when, uh, you know, throughout any race season that you you demand this. Not really demand, I should use that word. But, like, you ask for this product or ask for this part or, like, you think this is, you know, that's how racers are. And I'm vocal about my things and I'm direct with my stuff. And that's the way, I mean, at the end of the day, racing's a business and we treated it like that. Um, Throughout the season, it was, you know, I still worked on my own bikes and did my own thing. And it... I mean, it went great so for you, me, race wise. You, you, what it happened
1: is you boil down to it: you won your championship, you get back home. How soon did you know that you didn't
0: have a ride? Well, some things started like popping up. Like I asked about, hey, when am I going to get my? When am I going to get my eighteen? Like when are we going to start? Like when can I start testing that bike? Blah 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 blah. And you know, like, hey, am I going to get my championship bike? Like, what, what's the deal there? And so it was like things weren't. You know, I wasn't getting calls back. Stuff was kind of getting a little fishy. Fishy, and I was like, ah, "That's kind of weird." And you know, me and Destry talked, and he's like, "I don't know. He's, like, I think Ron wants to change some things." And I'm like, "All right, well, I could never get a hold of the guy." And then all of a sudden, it was like, "Hey, bring your bring my trailer back. Like, we sold it." And I'm like, well, "Wait a minute. That was supposed to be a part of my three year deal." So basically, at that point, I knew like it was basically done, I guess. And I think the thing that pissed me off more than anything was the fact that. You know, if he would have been just straight up with me in, like, September and said, hey, Gary, like, my my bonus structure or my amount of money that we decided was too much, I can't float that much cash, you know, things are a little tight, whatever, see what you can get for next year, this is what we want to offer you. There was none of that. Like, it's straight up just, boom, I go in and it was like, I'm like, what's going on? It's like, oh, well, you know, you have to look for something else. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, it's December 4th. Like, you everybody's no stuff's done right. so what am i supposed to do so i'm sitting there like well what are you guys gonna offer and there was nothing he's like well you may be it's like no 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 like the thing was they just didn't work with me and it was just a bullshit i mean it was just a bullshit thing like you sign a three-year deal like be a man of your word, stand up and and, and work with me say hey gary we can't pay you this amount of money if he would have came up bonus.
1: to you and said look and and I don't know this for a fact, but if he came up to you and said, "Hey Gary, I'm having some problems. Um, we need to reconfigure our contract," would you have been would you have been opposed to that?
0: Of course, I wouldn't have been opposed to it if if it was just if it was brought to me in a manner that was uh, in an adult like it was like two guys. You have a business proposition. You come to each other. You sit down. And you have a meeting about it. You talk about it, like. But like I said, if he would have said, "Hey, in September, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do anything. This is what I'm going to be able to offer you. See if you can do better." Like anybody that you ride for should believe in you and want to see you do good. Whether like whether you're on their brand or not, like I've there's been a lot of people throughout the industry that I've rode for and not rode for. But even when I'm not riding for them, they're like, "Hey, man, pumped to see you doing good. Pumped to see you winning." Like because they're good dudes and they're good people and they just they want the best for right nice people or good people. So the the whole thing is is it it just was shit on his end. Like he just did me really bad and right. unfortunately like I got the huge short end of the stick after winning two championships and. So and did you
1: did you actively look for other other did you go to Yamaha and ask them for bikes and did you <laughs> yeah. actively look around
0: I actually like. <laughs> The day, two days after I was inducted into the wall of champions at Yamaha and with the guys at Yamaha, you know, this happened. So I called up the guys at Yamaha and talked to them and same kind of thing, like budgets are budgets. And unfortunately in racing in that aspect, you know, it is what it is. Like they already spent their money and I tried to get, you know, bikes and parts or whatever from, from basically every OE and you know, uh, it basically came down to Chris Wheeler at Suzuki, stepped up to the plate um, basically with nothing. Like, you know, he didn't he didn't have budget. Like, that was the, like, hats off to Chris. Like, he made something out of nothing. Now, did it did it work out perfect this year? No, but he gave me an opportunity, and that was better than anybody else basically did at that point. And, yeah, I could have went and bought bikes and everything, but at that point, like, 100%, my pride got in the way a little bit of, you know, some of saying you could buy bikes. And I was like, well, Hey, I don't yeah, feel like champion. I should buy bikes. Like, and you
1: feel like I don't, yeah. I don't shouldn't have to do that shit.
0: But hindsight's 2020. 20, like maybe I, you know, I, I can't say if I would have rode a different bike, things would have been different, but I do know, like I definitely like as far as this year, you know, swallow a little pride and just like, you got to do what's best for you. And I can't thank Suzuki and Chris enough for stepping up when they did, when nobody else would made something out of nothing. And you well, let's, know, let's, it was, but that's a whole other story.
1: Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So, 2000, 2018 comes your deal with Chris and Suzuki. You know, comes about. You get the bikes. Um, how was that process as far as getting everything ready in time to go racing?
0: A disaster, just because the thing is, uh, you know, Chris Wheeler Suzuki guys phenomenal. Has great ideas with that company. Has great. And a good outlook at where he wants to take the brand. Right. Um, there's other people in that company that don't all you know that don't also see that. And so, but Chris really tried and pushed. Unfortunately, we got you know stuck riding the RMX. Which, all in all, for what it's designed to do, it's a good bike. It's a trail bike. It's a trail right? bike. Right. For what I was trying to do on West Coast. It just wasn't. It wasn't. So you're trying to build a trail bike into a race bike, yeah. and then that trail bike hasn't been developed.
1: For those of you guys listening, hasn't been developed since Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ten. It's a
0: I 2010, frame. 2008. I yeah, in. but it's a 2010 frame, 2009 swing arm with the older, like basically an older motor that's all detuned and you know 42 horse. So uh, 42 horses, people. So 42. Think car. about that. And it Fs are faster than that. 72. What would you say? You way two seventy two. 72? I can't say that. Can I say that for it on this? Yeah, of course. I don't want to. Say fuck. I, fuck. There you go. <laughs> no, uh, and so, you know, the problem is, you know, I didn't seal my deal up with Suzuki till I don't know, a couple weeks out into December. Adelanto GP was like the first weekend of January. So I literally had I literally built an RMX, and oh I should I should back up a little bit. Jesse Ziegler, Sean Finley, everybody at Cycle News were nice enough to let me borrow an RMX mm-hmm. and an RMZ for a little bit just to get something to ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I got big hats off to them for letting me get something to ride for those couple weeks before I got my bikes. And then it was basically a shot in the dark, you know. Uh, Jamie and I at, over at Twisted we built a we built a bike like I Frankenstein a bike. Like, he built the motor, and then we put a KTM throttle body on, 250F airbox. I literally <laughs> riveted, you saw riveted, like, panels on yeah. and put a uh, full-spectrum, nice small full-spectrum battery in the seat and, you know, did a whole bunch of fabricating to the bike to get it decent. But, unfortunately, we had no testing. You know, I just literally showed up. We built, we built the motor, dynoed it, and was like, all right, let's race it. And, unfortunately... uh the heat and everything and just not knowing what that bike was capable of i popped a head gasket and blew the bike out and it it was nobody's fault i mean we just didn't have any time to develop we didn't have time to go put in 30 minute motos or an hour moto on a sand track and say oh so basically
1: 2018 just a wash slash frustrating year
0: yeah i mean it was just a lot of bike work a lot because here's
1: what people think I'm I, sucked. It. I sucked. I sucked. Yeah, like, hey, you won championship 2017, yeah, and then you come I'm, out in I'm 2018, going. you didn't do nothing. Yeah, it's cool. So do, does that bother you at all? No. It,
0: uh, it does it bother you at if, all?
1: Seriously. No. In it the back fueled, of
0: your mind. It fuels the fire for this year. Because I know what I'm capable of, and I know how good I was riding that bike all year. Like, I rode a bone stock 18 RMZ 450 with the BFCR shock. I mean, I literally took a bike you could have bought off the show. RMZ for, or RMX? RMZ. Okay. Because we were trying to switch to that, but unfortunately right. nobody had tanks. And uh, and all uh hands down, the RMZ is a good bike, but it needs a few things more for what well, I do. It's it's getting six in shootouts, so it's not... It's not a great bike. No, I understand. You can make it a good but bike. But I'm not going to badmouth them because for a price point, any average guy that's going to yeah, the track... Yeah, we talked about this before. Uh, it's like, dude, it's
1: great. 56, it's great for six, someone that wants to get in the sport yeah. and they want to have a new bike. Good fork. Shock, and you're, and some help. you're on the five percent of the list as far as people how fast and how much parts you go through like yeah not well, everyone is like you right
0: and that's the thing is it's just it's just the fact of the motor slower and like a lot of west coast racing right now is super high speed so you're fighting you know you're fighting that was it there- building a motor to to where it can can compete with the other guys on this fast high speed stuff and have reliability and unfortunately, like, when it comes down to money and stuff, like, I can't afford, like, the whole program was put together. Like, I was lucky enough, Fred Hatch from Hatch Racing stepped up huge, and I couldn't have went racing without him this year. So, I mean, without him, I wouldn't have went racing. Um, Suzuki, of course, supplied me some bikes. But without his help, I wouldn't have been able to go. So, But that only goes so far when you're trying to build motors week in, week out, blowing stuff up. just doesn't work.
1: Is there one point at all this year that you're like... Man, I'm having a good time. Like, no. I feel like I'm having fun. No. <laughs>
0: Nothing. You know. You yeah. know all those phone calls. Yeah, but I right. mean, people don't
1: know. That's why we're having this podcast. It's like, I know you, right? But yeah. it's nice to hear it from your mouth and like how frustrating a year was coming from the top and then now, I wouldn't say you hit rock bottom, but Pretty damn I mean, cool. it's like, no. should you, s- you, as a professional athlete, and, and I don't even know, I've never won anything like that, so I don't even know, but... I would imagine. Right now. I would imagine that you're you're on a high, and yeah. then all of a sudden you you feel like you suck. All of a sudden, even though you know
0: it's the bike that has to yeah. be like an internal struggle. But it wasn't. And that's the thing. I, it wasn't all the bike. Like I don't want to badmouth Suzuki at all because they do make a good product and they did help me out. And I'm not just blowing smoke up yeah, people's asses. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like okay. I fully am on the the on the for like, you that wasn't a good bike period no for me it didn't work but no. that doesn't mean it can't work for somebody else no, wait, wait, somebody wait. else that i race with maybe can take that bike and do good on it no maybe uh, well not in your, not
1: in this realm of racing
0: well so long story short it did suck like I, I wouldn't say i didn't have fun all year but the amount of bike work and as much as you know unfortunately chris wheeler had a really bad accident and was basically out for four months and so I was kind of out on my own little, I guess you could say, island, off-road island. Yeah. You know, Steve likes to say his little privateer island. Well, guess what? That's a way bigger island than the little small off-road privateer island over here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I was just trying to do what I could, and I had a lot of good people helping, but it just mentally drained me because I was working on my bike twenty-four-seven, trying to figure out the bike, trying to make it faster, having issues, and it just it was it took the fun out of it hundred percent. Now, even though we still got podiums, I almost won in Phoenix. But How many
1: podiums did you get?
0: One? No, 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 no. I thought you only got one. What a dick! I don't remember. You're not a good friend. You should remember that. Okay. Shots. I thought you got Ooh, one boom. the last race. You got a podium. I got one the last race. I got, I got a third at Vegas. I got a second oh, at. Yeah, you did get Vegas. Okay. And then I had a wheel break. That was. Uh, we did to go all into, Hold We're gonna into it. Hold on. We didn't get into it. Counting. I think I had five, four or five. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, then you did pretty good, I think. Yeah. I, but I thought you only had one or two.
0: Jeez, guys. Did you hear this? Well, no. But, He's I supposed mean, to be my What did friend. you get in the points? Well, what? I was—I got fourth, but I was second in the last... I was only ten points out of the championship. Second to last round, I blew up a bike in Mesquite, and that took me from second in points with a chance at the championship out of the championship in fourth, and there was nothing I could do once then. I could have won the last round, and I still would have got fourth in points. Right. So that was that was bitter for me because, like, even with all the problems I had, but I busted my ass all year to try and put that bike on top because they gave me a chance, and I'm not going to dip out of my contract. I stuck it through through thick and thin on that bike, and I pushed and pushed, and like just to have one little malfunction like that, after all the years we had issues at two rounds, that I had issues that I, f- I still finished on the box, and to have it all that work kind of just get thrown away in one race sucked. It definitely that was the worst thing was to, to not are the you, big bust out.
1: Are you are you more bummed out that you lost your works championship racing the series, or are you more bummed out that you didn't even get a chance to go race the Hare and Hound series with your number one plate?
0: Mm. I think it's mixed feelings on both. Like, I definitely would have, like, I definitely would have liked to race Heron Hounds. Problem is with Heron Hounds, like, I had intentions to race them again this year, of course. Um, It's not my first go-to series. Clearly, I've done good in them the past three, four years. But just, man, the high-speed stuff, it's just sketchy. You know, the dust, and I just kind of, like... So I'm you're old.
1: you're re- relatively relatively okay with it, not?
0: Yeah, relatively okay, but it does sting a little. Yeah, I mean to see that to sit in there and and I and I enjoy the off the desert community like it's yeah, a real that's a, just a yeah, real awesome. family off
1: off road people in general are just more down to earth normal yeah, type of people. It's a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: and so it kind of sucks, but at the same time, like this year I had to do what I did. Like uh, f- Fred's of very big big six guys race big six so we, and i've never won that championship that's the only championship i haven't won on the west coast so we were like want to do that and works well big six ended up being a disaster i blew up bikes and got hurt around and so, so now even,
1: we're moving on to 2019 we're here just
0: dipped out what so we just dipped out on the other stuff yeah you. you ramble on a lot i ramble i'm a rambler guys yeah you ramble on
1: a lot so 2019 we're here we're gonna forget about 2018 now. So what do we got for 2019? What is your deal? Where are you where are you racing? What are you racing? What bike you got? Tell us what's going on.
0: Drum roll, please. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a KTM support ride. Um. So what
1: does that entail? Tell people. Tell so, people. Say people. say support ride. We never know what that
0: means. So a support ride. Uh, I I still buy. I have to buy bikes. Okay. I get cheaper, discounted. Okay. Um. And then a parts allowance through KTM, small parts allowance, and um, a little added bonuses. uh, So no salary. No salary, no factory help, no suspension from them. So basically you're
1: getting bikes and you can do whatever you want to those bikes.
0: Yeah, I'm my own, well, to a certain extent. Like suspension has to stay WP. Um, Motor, I'm pretty sure I can do whatever I want, but I'm literally the KTM this year. I'm leaving stock. It's great. I'm pretty happy with it in stock. Uh, Twisted is doing a uh, little mapping, and once Jamie did some mapping, with the stock box was—it's been incredible. So that's been the quickest, easiest thing. So I'm gonna race a KTM 450 XCF, which is the same as the SX this year. What? It's the same as the SX. He's drinking right now. It's not, it's not, it's I'm not drinking. Not enough to be hanging out with you.
1: SXF, so you will not be
0: riding an SXF at all. Nope. XCF. Yep. 18-inch wheel. Okay. Um, kickstand, just in case you know. I need to help you. You know, I can just put the, kick, the kickstand. But kickstand looks down. lame, dude. Why? It's lame. Well, I'll take it off. But for right now, I'm running. Don't it. you have to
1: take it off for racing though?
0: Yeah. No. I race. I, I thought not like with it. But that's it was not awesome.
1: A, I it's like not a real race. Like AMA FDV. rules, you have to have the kickstand off.
0: No, they got that little rubber tab. I'm not AMA. Works as an AMA dude. Oh, it's not. No, a big six. I don't know. Uh, maybe I should check. The so, what up.
1: are you racing next year? Works and what?
0: Plan for sure is works. Uh, works sprint hero races. Um, what the hell is that? So it's like, it's like full gas on the East Coast. So double days. So Saturday, Sunday. I think it's six tests a day, mm-hmm. and then combined scores over two. It's like a six-days format. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, not AMA? No. Okay. But then uh, I'm going to try and do big six as well, okay. just because more uh, exposure is good. You yeah. want to win races. Um, it just sucks because the first round, Adelanto and Prim stack up on each other. So you kind of have to pick right there, like, oh, am I going to chase the works championship or big six? So I'm going to go to works for sure. As your
1: as your training um, changed at all for you know since you won your championship have you doing anything different I mean obviously we know that you're not living in the desert no more which
0: Uh-oh. I'm kind of bummed out about. You of bummed?
1: We, we could talk about that too for a whole another podcast. Oh, don't, no. Living up in the high desert is way better for you than where you're living right now. Okay, just 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 calm down. Don't get on that yet. I'm just saying.
0: Well, I'm gonna, we gotta get back to that. We'll get
1: back to that. I got it written down here, so we'll get back to that, folks.
0: He has it written down.
1: So. But has your training evolved or changed or anything? Are you still Um, doing the same thing?
0: Here's the thing. My training program or what I wanted, moving on to 18, what I had anticipated for 18 changed because of the amount of bike work and the unorganization with my program last year. So my training wasn't what it needed to be. Now that I... Were you out of shape last year racing? No. Not 100%. Like... There was times when I wasn't at my best, but I do feel like definitely by after I broke, like around Mammoth, I raced Mammoth, I felt really good at Mammoth. Like, yeah, fitness Vet dudes. You're a vet now. He's a vet. Yeah. Woo. Fuck you. Vet <laughs> life. <laughs> and FYI, Chris Kiefer still hasn't won a vet race. Other than only the a moto. Yeah, I haven't actually completed it. it. He, you know, <laughs> I haven't okay. actually put it all of it together. He, he can't put shit together. Besides maybe a podcast. A, well,
1: if you want to start your podcast, then I'll join your podcast. But until then, this is my podcast. We're going to move this along. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's Keeper's Go buy it's your own fucking equipment <laughs> and do your shit. It's your day, Keeper. It's your day. So anyway, your training has – you're just going to be more structured, I guess. Yeah, it's,
0: it's trying to get – it's just basically – you can ask anybody. I'm not a structured person. I just do things and ride and train and I try to have a plan and I try to stick to it. But a lot of times I don't and I just what sit in my that? pants. I don't know. I don't know. I just run it. I just like to have a good time. So when you are structured, do you notice an improvement? Yes and no. Like, when I moved to Arizona and I worked with Destry, D8 training, Mm -hmm. that's the most structured you know that I've ever been. Mm -hmm. I went to the gym every day, 2 o'clock, bam, two hours, and it was good. Like, I definitely noticed a difference on the bike. Unfortunately, that year with the injuries and all the BS that happened with that stuff, I didn't really get to see it all fully pay off, and... But when I came back here, I, I implemented more, you know, my riding was a little different and all that stuff. So, yes, I need to get back to being structured. So, and that's on me. I mean, it's just on my own discipline of being more structured. And, like, I, I literally, Taylor's a perfect, Taylor Roberts a perfect example. Like, I live next to the guy. And there's been times, and I have a lot of respect for that guy. There's been a lot of times where he's like, hey, you want to go ride? And I'm like, yeah, no. He's like, I'm going at 530. And I was like. I can't ride at five thirty. I gotta ride at you know six thirty seven because of M. He's like, oh, "All right, well, I'll catch you next time." Because he's on a schedule. He knows he's gonna yeah. ride from five thirty yep. to eight thirty, whatever. And then he's got his stuff. And like, I respect that. Like, it sucked a little bit because I didn't get to ride with him as much as I wanted. But I respect that dude's structured, you know, and it works for him.
1: So, give us a tip for the guys listening to this. Obviously, people are gonna listen to this. That just note, the tip. Yep. <laughs> no, yeah, we can go on that, that too. That's a whole nother. One. <laughs> oh jeez. Um. Guys that Race Off Road, what should they do for training? I mean, you're an Heron Hound champion. People look up to you. They want to know, "Hey, who are here, we
0: who are we who are
1: you?" Just an average off-road guy that, you know, he goes to work from 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, but shows up to go race works, Big Six, or Heron Hound. What is the <coughs> smartest way he could train for what he's doing?
0: The smartest way to train is bike time. It's seat time. You can't replicate seat time in a gym. You can't re- replicate seat time hiking a hill or whatever, like you have to ride and just pushing yourself, like working on not just trail riding, but... Would you some, work man, like put a loop together, like yeah. and riding a loop? It, the best, a, a good that is a good thing, is like having a loop and being able to time yourself on that loop and pushing yourself. Granted, it depends on who you're riding with or who you're not, if you're by yourself or what, how much you push, but, um, you know, going the distance as far as like doing a good sized loop and... Also, trying to work in some smaller sprint stuff to work on your speed, work on your corner. I recently I realized how much that's important to my training, and I started adding in some more sprint stuff, and that's been a huge help, just in my intensity and just being a little sharper on the bike instead of just uh, I'm doing a thirty minute moto and just blah, you know, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, good lap times, cool, mm-hmm. but um, and I think too, like the average guy, like it's funny, you know. I, have a lot of buddies that ride the vet class and have a good time what would I'll, you
1: do what would you say kelly needs to do
0: just do kelly kelly just had a heart attack seven weeks ago what does man. kelly need
1: to do for training
0: nothing ride <laughs> ride his dirt bike but it's funny you know you get guys that'll be like oh man you know i worked all week and then like i started like they'll try and eat clean like th- our pasta load and i didn't drink a beer for three days like dude you drink beers the night before you ride and you practice and you don't stop what you're doing like right. Drink, keep drinking, Gary says. <laughs> no, honestly, just keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> just drink keep it, girl, boys. If you desert rats drink, fuck it, just keep it. Seriously going. Seriously though, I mean that is that is true though. If you're gonna, it shocks you. Like it's gonna shock you, but if you go, oh, I don't eat. I, you know, people that don't eat clean, and then all of a sudden they would try to eat clean for three or four yeah. days before a race. It jacks up all your whole system. Right. So I say, like, don't mess with what. Like, just go and have fun. Like. Ride as much as you can. That's the main thing because you can't So on the bike that. is more important. On the bike. Uh, perfect example. Look at Stu Baylor. Mm-hmm. Dude works out hard but every time that dude's riding like every day. Mm-hmm. And he kills it. I He's a big dude, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a that's big guy so I mean just ride. How much do you weigh? 195 to two bills depending. Right now what are you weighing in? Be honest. Right at two. Right at two. But that's heavy Where do you me. feel good at? Like what weight? Uh, I got 10 to lose before the beginning of the year. You said that last year. I know. Well, I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Why are you guys looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> all right. So hey, not I, all of us are like Chris Kiefer have little boy bodies. I like, think oh, some, Honestly,
1: I think something's wrong with me, because I keep losing
0: weight. Yeah, you have AIDS. Oh here I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> <AIDS>. <laughs> Sorry, Heather. <laughs> Jeez. You didn't get all it. All right, her, here's a question I get asked guy. a lot about. Uh oh.
1: So much. Shit. State of off road racing. Where are we at? What what is going on? Here's what I see from the outside. And again, I'm not racing off road. I You don't I'm, do any off road. I'm not? around it, but I see it a lot.
0: you yeah, no, you live around it, you don't do any of it.
1: No, but I'm I'm a fan and I and I and I see what's going on. He's a fan, people, but he doesn't even know how many podiums I got this year. <laughs> well, that's because you're my buddy, so I don't really remember. You don't care. Um <laughs> But what do we need to do to, to help off-road riding grow? Like, where are we at with that? And
0: I That's see, a tough question.
1: To me, here's what I see. I see a lot of entries, mm-hmm. period. So mm-hmm. I think that growth has been good. Where I see everything down is the professional side of off-road racing. At least on oh, our sorry. side on the West
0: Coast. East Coast, man, it's booming. Booming. Right. Why can't we figure it out out here? Well, I, I, 100%. This is, right now... KTM, Husky, like, the manufacturers. When the manufacturers make a push, like, the way I look at it is, okay, a few years back, I was winning my championship, like, I'm a, I'm literally showing up to a works race, I'm about to win a championship, and I'm a guy in a van with, just a guy in a van with a bike, right? I'm going to win a championship. Or right now, this year, you know, like, I'm showing up to a race, like, I got my truck and my trailer, and I'm doing the best I can, and I, we make it look professional. But it's not a semi. It's not, like, so... The way I see it is, if you have a kid, let's say your kid's racing, right? Your, Aiden loves to race dirt bikes, mm-hmm. likes to ride moto. There's a future in motocross. You're like, okay, you can see like amateur programs are getting paid all this money, da-da-da-da-da. What's, what's letting or making a parent spend the money, other than to have fun, to spend the money if a kid has a Let's say this kid has a dream to be an off-road racer. Well, what's the, what's the goal on the West Coast right now? Unfortunately, not a lot of guys are making much money, you know what I mean? So where's the the prize at the end of the tunnel for these kids that are coming up without the manufacturers there? And now this year with the manufacturers coming back to works, like you have Husky coming in and KTM coming back and you have Cowies doing some more support with Precision, um, you know, Honda, I don't know whose team there, but having those manufacturers back, having, you know, Sprinters, more people more rides available. So basically what
1: you're else. saying is more um, manufacturer presentation.
0: Yeah.
1: Something we need more of that in the West Coast side. Yeah, I mean, back in the day... So, like let, let me give you an example. We just talked about it. 2017, Heron Hound champion, works champion, Gary Sutherland. Yeah. Nothing. Yep. That's so exactly. there's the example for kids. Yeah, I know, see do do? my champion that I watched all year now that dude doesn't have anything and he's riding Suzuki's scraping by.
0: How the fuck am I gonna wanna do that for my kid? Well it ruins the dream. The thing is it ruins the dream for the kid too. Not just not just the parent. Like why am I gonna spend all my money if there's nothing there's no light at the end? I mean, right I understand
1: center. if you just do it for fun, that's yeah. one thing. But if you want to have a reward and maybe get something, I, I have a perfect example. This guy, um, his kid races and he said, Hey, what do I do? What bike should I get for get him to give the best chance to get something? And I said, you need to be on a KTM or Mm Husqvarna. Those are the only two companies that actually look at promising people. If you're on a Kawasaki, you ain't going to get shit. Maybe that's changed now, but I feel like KTM and Husqvarna are the only ones doing anything.
0: Yeah. And they're the, and and like, that's, I mean, they have kind of everything kind of, I mean, I guess you could say they kind of have it by the balls. Wherever they go, we're going to go there. Because like the way I see it is if KTM and Husqvarna are going to go race works, guess what? I'm gonna go beat the best guys. I wanna go to works and win that championship because it's gonna mean something when the factories are there. If I go win some random West Coast title that nobody's half, you know, people that are there, yeah, they love it. They're in it. But they're not gonna know about it. But they're not gonna know about it. People right. in the industry don't know, like. Honestly, like, give you an example. There's Takati. You won Takati. Yeah. Only reason I know that is because because people that I knew were there. Yeah, yeah. And it's a fun race. And the people that. The fun, the, that's a perfect example. The people that are there love it they're, they're into they it. love they're hardcore they're hardcore that's why there's only 300 and what 50 entries and people go there because it's a fun atmosphere it's fun you get done with the race everybody's at the bar have you know ri- sit down yes <laughs> <laughs> well when you win it's a lot more fun right of course but that's the point is like and that's the off-road fun community but also back in the day with works like it used to be like that there so be is that so much- our fault is that my fault
1: is that my fault? The media fault as far no. as hey, we don't cover it enough yeah. and we don't talk about it enough?
0: So kind of prep. yes and no and it's and it has to do with the organization. Like uh you know, I'm not going to badmouth anybody, but the, both works and big 6 have some prep issues, have some design issues that need prep to be as addressed. In track prep isn't track maintenance throughout the day like you know, some of the races we get, by the time the pros race, it is the biggest, dustiest, garbagest piece of crap. And it's like, that's not a man, like, oh, it's more manly. No, no, no. It's dangerous at that point because we're hitting Well, it's not even a real team. race. If you're in no. third and you can't see, how are you supposed exactly. to do it? So, and I th- there's a lot of people that are trying to change. And I know that works is definitely, they're going back to two hours. We're going back to some off-road places. Like, they've... Are we having some more off-road sections? Yes. Well, they've opened their eyes. They understand we need more off-road. Um... Big Six, I know, has – Big Six has been really good at listening to the pros and saying, hey, what can we do to help? And I can tell you right now, Kelly has been like – my buddy Kelly's like, dude, you got to race Big Six. got to race Big Six. And I go ride it on Classified or whatever, and it's awesome, fun, great. course, it's fun in the morning, prep. I go ride it for the pro <laughs> race. And what I'm the like, hell is well, this? I can't see shit first off, and I'm hitting square edges that I didn't even know were there, and I'm right. trying not to go over the bars. And – That's I think one of the reasons why, and I know Big Six is trying to work on that, and I'm not bad mouthing them either because that's, you know, this is where I'm trying to make my money, and I want to see, I want to see Big Six and works grow because that's only gonna help me. It's gonna help the amateur kids. It's gonna help everybody.
1: So let's flip side this. Um, We talked about the older guy training and what he should do. What about if I'm a younger kid and I still want to be an off road racer? I remember when I was. Uh, me and my family, we camped out and, in the desert. And that's what we did. And I raced desert from from 12 years old to 16 years old. And that's all I thought about. I just wanted to be Danny Hamill. I just wanted to go race off-road. What but, happened? Now you're just a motto guy. Well, I'm going to explain to you. Just relax. Again, <laughs> get your own podcast. Um,
0: people probably would listen to it more than yours. So. Maybe.
1: Possibly. Um, but 12 to 16, that's all I wanted to do. My dad took me to and Hounds. I raced Heron Hounds. Um, did European Scrambles did big six, but then I didn't know where to go. My dad didn't know where to go. He was spending a lot of money because my bike would get roached, so then I, I just started going in moto about 15-ish. And I felt like I was going to get somewhere with that more than I would off-road racing. So I'm a younger kid nowadays. It's 2019 coming up. I want to be an off-road racer. What advice would you give him or her? How old are you again? just that, you know you're a, you're a young kid you know this is kind of i want to be the next gary sutherland off road guy you know i want to be a champion i want to win titles and i want to get a ride and make money racing my dirt bike off road racing give that person some
0: advice uh wow that's a tough, that is a tough question because you know if you look at the numbers most of the most of the people racing the races we race is vets like I f- we I feel like not just off road but moto is dying a little bit in that aspect because we don't have a lot of young generation kids wanting to fill in and be a Gary Sutherland a Ricky Bearback a Taylor Robert, um, but I would have to say like if that's your goal I would say first off you got to hit hit the races that get it, that are getting coverage you know the works races if that's where you want to be you know right? the works races and but you can't just you can't isolate yourself to just one thing I, I think being good at totally like if you're on a bigger bike like you need to try the amateur class at enduro cross you need to be a well-rounded person because there's so many different variations of off-road right now so that's the new style of off-road. i think and i think i mean i think you need to experience a whole bunch of different stuff ride us try an extreme enduro when you're on a big bike or try you know big six try a works race try sprint enduros try a six days qualifier um Try try different things and, and find your specialty. Basically, I mean, look at like, Cody Webb and Colton Hacker and guys like that that have just literally taken endurocross and extreme riding to a whole different level. Like I remember racing endurocross and it was fun and great, but dude, those guys are on another level. Like they've and then you look at guys that race works and and it's everybody's like uh, Jason Smigo from a Kawasaki guy, uh, team manager back in the day great sponsor, he he gave me some of the best advice. He's like, Gary, you're really good at everything. You're good at works, you're good at Endurocross, you're good at and Hounds. He's like, I want you to be great at something. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's your that's your biggest downfall. You need to be great at something. So as a young rider you need to go ride moto. Do what you said. Like go ride go try moto. Do all these different things and see what you're good at and what really fits your style and then once you have a direction, hone in on that and don't quit doing the other stuff because it's gonna make you a well rounded rider. And I mean, just like trying to get your dumb ass to go trail ride, like it works, it helps. It's it's just time on the bike and, and working on yourself. But finding that niche and then going at it hundred percent, I think's the thing to do.
1: Um we talk about your riding and you ride all different kinds of stuff real real well, but what about evolving your riding right now? What do you 100%. think what do you think you need to do to evolve your riding? Because um, you're, what, 32,
0: yeah. 30, 31? Well, hey, guys, we should ask Chris Kiefer what his age is. Yeah, this 42. Smoker. Yeah, well, I'll, 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 let you see see, I'll let you see my license. No, i want to see your birth certificate, you lion's uh, <laughs> I might have to find that. <laughs> but you're 31. Yeah.
1: I remember Larry Rossler telling me back in the day when I worked for him, he's like, man, off-road riders don't really peak until their
0: early 30s. Oh, 100%. I, I, I feel that's the thing. That's the thing that bums me out a little bit is, like, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm getting better and better and I'm smarter and smarter. And I'm trying to evolve. Like I noticed some of the things I used to do, just pounding rough track all the time. Yeah, it's good. And it worked. I won championships doing that. But then also adding in some sprint work on like six days, like six-day style stuff where you're, you know, it's just junk. Just basically junk, but not doing a 30, doing a sprint and pushing yourself to hit that left or that right. Just perfect. In bad conditions, I think that's helped, and long trail rides. like I, Because not only is, or tra- is trail riding good, it's, dude, it's, I, I feel so much more comfortable. Like, my bike skills are way better when I go on. you think
1: that's because you're on the bike for four hours, and not really because you're riding trails, it's because you're actually on yeah. the motorcycle?
0: I think so, and it's like, even when you go on a three, four hour trail ride, yeah, your intensity level, it's like basically going on a long road bike ride, and you might hit some hills, right? You're doing, like, a base training. But when you're trail riding, you're using all these different muscles, and it's it's a mental thing, too. Like, when you race a work race for two hours, not only are you fighting your, like, the physical side of it, you got to fight that mental side. So going on long trail rides, I feel like, helps my, ment- my mental side and my bike skill side a lot, too.
1: So we covered, basically, your riding. <coughs> and for those of you guys listening to this and you haven't, Really learned a lot about Gary in this podcast. There's another podcast with Gary. You can scroll back onto my archive page and listen to the one we talk about. His background, how he grew up, um, basically leading him up to where he's at now. He was a mechanic for Ricky Dietrich. He went to MMI. All that stuff is in the first, I would say, episode one of Gary. Now <laughs> Oh, we're, are we doing parts uh, now? Now we're in episode two. Oh, but, man. so now... You're on your second child. You just had your second kid. Yep. I preach this all the time. And I don't know if you know if I'm going with this right now. I preach this all the time on the show.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Is this an After Dark segment right now? (laughs) Okay.
1: No. Uh, Your home life. I think your home life is basically the one thing that's overlooked in a lot of guys' writing. If your home life is fucked up, your writing's fucked. Your mind is fucked. Everything is screwed up. Yeah. So now your home life has slowed down. You're not a single dude anymore, right? Nope. I think right when we did this first podcast, you just started seeing Christy. It was None. still kind of a secret. No, no, it was a secret. Still oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So you're dun, dun, dun. St- you're still secretive about that, but now that's open. You're you're
0: well, yeah. We have a kid together. There's no secrets now. You're
1: engaged to Christy Lecarol. <laughs> yeah. She was at KTM for a long time. 14 years. 14 years. And bleeds orange. Bleeds orange. So now that's what I'm saying. So mm. have you noticed anything? That your home life has settled down. Because let me tell you something. Let, Let me tell you something. Gary, I could not. I mean, I love women, okay? I love them. I mean, I was single. I did the deal. But when Gary was single, he brought it to another level. Things that I would never even think about. Gary is all in.
0: All right, that's in my past. So we're gonna. Just, no, but that's no, fine. No, that's in your good. past. Everyone yeah. has one. I yeah. have
1: one. You have one.
0: Yeah. Not but what I'm saying now, good. now
1: you're it's a, a complete
0: 180. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
1: yes, yes. It's, it's a, a so. How has it changed for you in your life and in your writing? Has that helped you? Yeah, having I, having a good chick at home. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's great.
0: Like the thing is, is like she honestly does push me. Like people say it all the time. Oh, I'll have a good chick. Christy's gnarly. Dude. She's gnarly. Like the thing is, is like. There's no bullshit with her. Like, she's ran racing. She's ran the amateur team for how many years? So it's hard she's, to impress her. Yeah, exactly. Like, podiums aren't good enough. Like, Like I mean, they KTM. They. I mean, people, people want winners. People want to win. I want to win. She expects. She knows I can win. Like, that's the thing. She knows it. She's seen it. She's been around me when I do win. So she's like, I expect you to win. It's not a fact of, like, oh, I want you to do good. Like, there's no as... As supportive as she as she is, there's no like pat on the ass like good job you got fifth today like you rode your hardest like no like yeah you rode your hardest you you need to work your ass off next week because you got fifth you didn't make any bonus money which is good for sure it definitely pushes me because it's like
1: so mm-hmm. now you said I'm not a very structured person but yet you have more structure in your home life yeah hundred yeah oh yeah so now you need to leak that into your other parts of your life.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. My, and that's the thing. You know, like, He gives me shit about moving to Temecula. But oh, that's coming up. Oh, that's uh, oh, we're, we're, we're waiting not on there yet. it. We're still talking about your home life. Oh. it's coming up. We're, we're waiting on uh, Christy. And uh, oh, we're talking about Christy. And? Yeah, we're still talking. We'll keep going. Oh, we're still talking about Yeah, her. yeah. <laughs> no, it's having a solid support system. Well, I guess
1: what I'm asking you, having a steady girl now, now that you're married or getting married, have you do you notice your mind is freer when you ride? Yes or no? Because what yeah. I'm saying is, people that know me don't no
0: There's no distraction. I always say, hey,
1: look, so-and-so's doing good because his home life's solid. Yeah. If you're banging chicks, doing all kinds of shit, you're texting bitches at midnight, doing all this crazy shit, it fucks up your riding.
0: Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I mean, I'm not dumb like I knew, like, I've known since the day I met Christy, like, when we started hanging out, like, you know, it was one of those things, like, she wants she she sees the best in everybody, whether it's me or somebody else. Like she sees the best in a lot of people.
1: Hey, what's up? Technology, that's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing, I love it, but I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team: Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to Scosche.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your Droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just, I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So... Founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, Skosh.com. You looking for some good oil out there? I know you are, because I get a lot of questions to my email inbox about oil. Heck, I'm at the track. People stop me and ask about oil. On the Pulp MX Show... Lots of collars. What oil should I run? So, I'm going to let you on a little secret. I've been testing an oil that's called Moto Blood. Bloodlubricants.com. Go check them out over there at Bloodlubricants.com. Go view everything they have. There's all different kinds of oils. you got an ATV, you've got a street bike, you've got a UTV, or you got a YZ450F in your garage. Blood Lubricants has an oil for you. Okay? Jefferson Green, he's been in the oil industry for. A long time since 1983 but he's been a motorcycle enthusiast for longer than that so he wanted to create an oil that was good that lasted a long time and didn't break down and even cooled your engines down a little bit more than you're used to because heck i'm going to tell you something straight up was testing this stuff a couple months did a lot of temperature readings engine temps were always anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees cooler with the Moto Blood 1040. And you want to even know something that's crazier? It's 100% fully synthetic oil. You guys know me. Synthetic wasn't my choice when it comes to some bikes, right? I ran it in the Yamaha, and I ran it in the Honda. Wasn't too stoked on synthetic oils. Well, went and tried this. No slippage, no drag. 100% synthetic. It 100% works. So hey, go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Mention kefir in your order, please order, and get 25% off. It's that easy. And if you guys have any questions about this oil, hit me up over at chris at kefirinktesting.com. I can discuss more what it does for you, what it does for your bike. But hey, it's in my test bikes right now. I've had zero failures. It's really reliable oil. It's very good, 100% synthetic. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people, All over the world, 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, chris at com, I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, dot Skosh. com. One of my first sponsors ever was FMF Racing. I wrote resumes. That's right, handwriting for you young bucks out there. Handwritten resumes and mailed them out, licked the stamps, sent them off their way onto every company that had an address in these magazines that I looked at when I was younger. I was a 125 novice, 14 years old, sent my resume off, and I literally camped out by the mailbox every night hoping to get something back that says, we've accepted your sponsorship, now you're a rider. And you know what? One day, guess what showed up? A letter from FMF Racing. And you know what it said inside of it? Congratulations, Chris. You just got 60% off. Can you imagine that? 125 novice, 60% off. Dude, I thought I made it. I thought I was in. I couldn't wait to tell my dad that he was going to save money, and we're going to buy like 87 silencers and pipes now because we saved him so much money. (laughs) Nonetheless, those guys were on board with me a long time ago when I was very young, and now they're back on board with this podcast. I think it's very cool, and thank you, Little D. And you guys know I don't want any advertiser on here unless I back their products and I back FMF racing and the quality that it comes with. For forty five years they've approached everything they do at FMF as riders first. That's why it means the world to them to be on top of every major reader survey. Okay? They want to make exhaust systems that you want. They want to make exhaust systems they want. So it makes sense. It's they're stoked when they hear guys say Hey, man, I love your product. Trust me. I've been around Little D long enough. He loves that stuff. There's nothing more joyful in a guy's business to know that their products work. Same thing goes for my podcast, guys. So founder Don Emler is hands-on today as he was in the beginning. He's out there grinding, welding. Quality is his first concern. He builds everything from the ground up in the USA where he can oversee and control manufacturing. At FMF, they approach everything with the same mentality. Whether you're playing on the trails or backing the fastest names in racing, they set out to be number one. Thanks to all of you, fellow riders, we're leading the pack. They are leading the pack because of you guys out there buying the product. So as you guys know, you guys go back into my podcast. I talk about FMF, great products. Head over to fmfracing.com, get yourself set up, go look and see what they offer because they offer a lot. If you have any questions, hit me up. Chris at keferinktesting.com, and I'll answer them for you. Thanks, FMF. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They are on board with the keferinktesting.com, Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6DHelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at Testing.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets. Hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D.
0: Screen. ScreenPrintingDone.com I hate it when they put sirens in commercials. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I wish I had that shirt. would cover my boy boobs nicely. ScreenPrintingDone.com We make kick-ass t-shirts. It's made with bits of real panther. We get it done. So you know it's good screenprinting.com screenprinting.com screen printing
1: so having the new baby how's that affected you for your riding and getting your plans and getting ready for the new year
0: um i, I wouldn't say it's affected too much other than you know there's some night i mean nights that i'm getting up and helping and chrisy's been absolutely amazing with you know hey baby you're riding tomorrow like just go ahead and sleep as much as you can and stuff. But I, I try to get up earlier than normal, and at least take the baby while I'm getting Emery ready for school, cooking breakfast for myself and Em and stuff. And I'll make her breakfast, let her sleep for a couple hours. to Get you know, so it's it's been good because I'm trying. I mean, it's just it's give and take. I'm trying to make sure that I get my work done, but at the same time, I still like have a responsibility to make sure Emery's great, baby's great, and you know she's still and Christy's still getting her time as well. Like she's you know not like demanding like oh my gosh you need to be like tonight i'm here doing a podcast with you not not going to be home and so she's she's good she's like yeah you need to train you need to go do your thing so having that that ease off my mind and just having that someone's you know, not up your ass about yeah it. not like oh my god you're not hanging out with me right. you're not showing me attention and just being a douchebag basically that's the first year of going out with a chick yeah now yeah, that part of it's gone yeah, <laughs> but, well, that's called lust, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Now we well, every reading. chick has that. Like, yeah, I mean, there's always. it was like
1: that. Christy was like that. Like oh, yeah. we don't hang out more and blah blah blah. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna be in 2019. Let's fl- let's fast forward. End of 2019 season. Yeah. What are you happy with? What is your goals? Win. And what? What I mean, my goals. Your obviously- only goals to win championships.
0: Yeah. I, that's I. I've won championships before, and I want to win them again. And I want to prove to everybody, like, yeah, I won two and seventeen, and 2018 didn't go the way I wanted. But I'm still capable. We got, you know, Shorty coming in. We got Thad and Caleb, and we have these guys coming in, and and they're all great riders. And I, they're it's going to be hard to beat these guys. But at the same time, like, I accept the challenge. You know, that's good. That's good because. I wanna beat him, I wanna win a championship regardless of who shows up, whether it's Taylor or Zach Bell or any of these guys, like I know that I'm capable of winning and I have a good I have a good bike, I have a good team behind me, which, you know, is basically, you know, Fred and all my sponsors and Christy and all the people around me wanna see me do good, so and now it's just up to me. I mean it's up to me to do it and I wanna win, I wanna win championships. Plain and simple.
1: So new guys coming in, you think that helps the series out? You think it helps it grow? course I and how fast how fast does shorty get up to speed two i say i say podiums within the first three races yeah Kelly's, kelly Kelly's kelly, kelly and chris you're uh, underestimating how good shorty, shorty is. Really i will say good this rider. i i'm on you will adapt i don't mm-hmm. have a mic on you but if you had a mic i know you'd say it. you're wrong
0: but but i think i i fully agree with chris i say three races all right shorty like look at what he's done on a rally bike the guy's dedicated he smart smart no no pulls no punches no bullshit doesn't here's the thing about
1: shorty he's mentally
0: strong you know what's funny too i heard like this is good i heard back in the day like i've always been a shorty fan of course my mom is like a super trey canard andrew short fan and Mm -hmm. uh back in the day like when they asked everybody in the pits like who's the gnarliest guy like who's going to run you deeper than anybody and it was always Andrew Short. Like yeah. and he's one of the nicest guys. He's like a Mike Brown. The Smiley Face Assassin, that's yeah. his name. Yeah. But that's sure. what
1: Stewart gave him that name when Shorty rammed his ass. But yeah. then after the race is over, he's like broing down with
0: you. So what's so what are we going to what about Mike Brown? Mike Brown is worse. Mike Brown will like fight you on the track and then yes. be like Oh, hey man, I'm really sorry. But he'll
1: still want to fight you on and off the track. But then yeah. Later, give him about three hours to cool down. Then he's okay.
0: Not even three hours. I had an incident with him in Ontario. And I was lapping him. He got stuck in the firewood. <laughs>
1: oh, no. I got and, lapped, too. And he and yelled Brownie at
0: Brownie could not believe that I was lapping him. And I'm screaming him, Brownie, you're a lapper. You're a lapper. And <laughs> Brownie is just revving. And just dumping the clutch over every fucking tire. And I lose it. I see red. I'm like, this mother, I'm going to, like, I'm going to fight him right now. Like, I was so pissed because Brownie wasn't getting my way, and I was in fourth, <laughs> and third was right in front of me. And, like, I'm going for a podium. Like, we're in Ontario. It's the last round of it. I'm, like, riding my ass off. And I I passed Brownie, squ- like, straight up, and we go on to, like, the starting straight. And there's a picture. I... You have to go back through my face, but there's a picture. We are stopped. His front wheel, he's literally cutting the course, basically. He's got his front wheel right in my front wheel, and we're staring at each other, like, necks just bulging veins, stopped, like, yelling. And so then I see Red the rest of the race. Yeah, Shorty ain't doing that. No, I see Red the rest of the race, right? I throw it all away. I got, like, sixth, right? Like, I I was furious. Like, I just threw it away. That's all you got to do.
1: Gary's competition out there, just T-bone a couple times and he sees red. No, because now I just out. t-bone you till
0: where you can't get back up. <laughs> no, so yeah, poor seeds. Yeah, sorry, guys, the seeds. But it was for third place, buddy. So third place, third I'm gonna place. t-bone the shit out of you, dude. Um, yeah, last corner, watch out. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> so uh so we get down with the race, and I pull off and I'm hot. And I'm like and Brownie's like, he pulls off, I'm like, Mike, Mike, what the f-? and Mike's like Hey man, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't realize you were laughing at me. I thought you were, you know, somebody oh. else. And he was like the calmest. And I'm like, how did he turn it off? I'm like, <sighs> all right, man. Ah, all right. Like I was like, he's the calmest guy ever. Until until he turn, puts his helmet on, yeah. everybody knows. See, like he. So you're bad. saying Shorty will be good? Yeah, no, I think he'll be good. That was a little tangent there. I like to ramble, but I think Shorty will be good. And it's good to have guys. Who's like, better? What, Who's better next
1: year? Take yourself out for a second, beside yourself, okay? Because we know you're. I'll in be it. a Chris Kiefer. We know you're in this. Steve mix. Steve
0: Mathis, right now. Who's, I'll just who's
1: better race. of a just a rider? Period. Taylor or Shorty. Taylor. Okay,
0: that's no question. Okay. I think. I think Edge is a great rider, but I think Taylor's well more are ra- way more well rounded. Um, I think. Taylor could get on a rally bike and still and do good. he'd do good. He's a small dude, but he, I mean, clearly it doesn't, I mean, he's got his shit figured out. So I think he's, he's, he's super, he's a lot like shorty, mentally tough, solid person. So I think he, I would go with Taylor for sure.
1: Okay. So this Des, desert, Temecula debate.
0: Don't don't dun.
1: Here we go. My, my reasoning, here's the deal. Well, spit it. This is all. This is strictly dirt bike with This has nothing to do with family. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> For what you do right now. Yep. There is not a better place to do what you
0: do than here. Agreed. You bailed. Agreed. On me and all your buddies. I didn't. Uh, you're not. No. Don't even start with. Yeah. That. Right. Kel? Kelly's yeah. shaking his head. Yeah. You bailed.
1: on you? You bailed on all of us. Yeah. Hold on. You're getting sucked in the T-MEC life, and I do not want to see my buddy. Get sucked into the to the to the bullshit. There is a shirt now going around. That said let's party in Temecula, and I feel like I want to get you that shirt. Let's go. Um, but dude, but what? There's so much more available here for you to ride in and dude. to train. And ride. there's you're so much. Hey, you know what? And Hold you on. still have a house up Hold here. Hold on. Here's the deal. You can give me shit. I'm not about. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you shit. Me. I'm saying, dude,
0: dude, this is the truth. I'm giving you the truth, too. You can bust my balls about Temecula. The next time you see me riding in the hills with Twitch, Axel Hodges, That's and those guys. Yes, not, it is. We know you're, you're saying, like,
1: we know you're not like that. Well, okay? then, well
0: then what am I like? Come on. I'm I'm in the highest. Between desk. the lines. I, there's no it's black and white. <laughs> Listen.
1: This is this is you won championships here. Yeah, and I'm gonna when win. When you went them to again. Arizona, did you win championship? I nope. lost my spleen. Doesn't matter. That's, That's because you're in Arizona. Oh yeah, no. Ain't no one hitting you in Honda Valley. Bullshit. Now nah, you know it too nah. good. You
0: he just know. To up here two weeks Thank
1: you. Good one, Kelly. Kelly. Kelly is... brings up a good point. You probably didn't hear that out there, but Kelly brings up a point. I wrote. Gary wrote office. up here, and he won to okay. Harris.
0: So hold on, hold on. No, no think, no, think about it. No, suck it. Listen, my whole plan, the entire, the entire time, has been to live where I live. Which is schools. where t mm-hmm. Well, it's actually not. It's in Winchester, which same, is... Same, same. Right. No. Same, r- r- same. R- r- no. Go ahead. So, agree to disagree. So, the whole time, it's always been, I was going to come up here for two days a week. Like, two days of training on rough tracks up here. That's tell you... But it didn't happen because last year, I didn't have... Okay, a so st- now... Well, yes, that's... I, well, I'm up here for two days. Say it. Say it right now on the
1: podcast. So, people... It's, listen, like, listen. it's like we're
0: pinky swearing over here.
1: People that are listening People, to this, peoples. hit up Gary. Hit when up. he posts something on Instagram, ask him, are you going to the desert twice a week like you promised everyone? Right now, say, I promise I'm here twice a week. Where's the Bible? Go Where's ahead. the high desert Bible? You don't believe in that, so go ahead. Where's the high desert Bible?
0: Just raise your hand. I promise. That Hands you're going to be. I will be in the high you're desert. Repeat after next. me. I, what, is Sutherland. it every week? Does it have to be every week? Because I, well, I'm, I'm going off what you're saying. Now, yeah. Okay, we're going to – how's the average? Well, if you can't come next week, you come four times a fall. Four times. <laughs> <That> hey, but <laughs> here's the thing, though. This is where you have to understand, and you should get this, when you talk about family life mm-hmm. and keep basically keeping mama happy, yep. keeping kids happy,
1: right?
0: I, I agree with you. So there has to be – you, you say said, two so, days a week. Yes. Christy's on board two w- days yes. a week. Christy's on board two days a week. Some weeks it might not happen. I might only be up here – I might just come up for a day. Why? Because I got shit to do down there. M's doing tumbling class or... See, Why he is it? already...
1: If you guys could see me now, I'm doing the back pedal stroke. That's what he's doing. No, I'm not.
0: Listen. I keep, here's you you know my point. What, you know what the little point is? I got a buddy that says, hey, he tells my buddy Kelly all the time. Hey, man, if Gary would just tell me... When he's riding. We he's riding. I'd fucking do it with him. Uh, well, guess trail what? Riding, we know yeah, no trail riding. you don't trail ride, and you don't I, ride I, off track. My quote is you good for a while. I trail rode with you. Yeah, you I, th- you I'm gonna great. throw this mic you in your face right now. You, you said me. you're good. You trail rode me. No, you <laughs> no, I didn't. I was for the and game. you went and you went around the tough section like a little girl.
1: I did go. I, you you bitched
0: out me. so bad. No, not the whole thing. The hardest part. The only hard part. I have nothing for that. You're yeah, right. because you know... No, at least based. I admit, unlike your... Answer, I can admit that, yes... You fight to the death. What am I fighting? What, that you screwed up and should have stayed up here. I didn't screw up and should have stayed up here. You just had a whole conversation in your podcast about have, having good home life and having a... Your solid... home life would have been fine up here. No, wouldn't have. I wouldn't have a home life. Homegirl ain't... She, home girl. ain't <laughs> My home life and
1: home girl, ain't. Home girl ain't moving up
0: here. <laughs> Chrissy ain't moving up here. That's not happening because it's not... Yo oh, sorry, it's not Temecula. Sorry. Well, no. Would you drive down and back and forth every day? I don't know what she's working. I don't know what she's doing. Okay, she's doing two-wheel group. Down there. She's working with clients. Down there. Hey, Yes, we can go round and round. Do I th- wish sometimes that I lived here? Yes, because I miss your crooked-ass teeth. But right now, am I happy with where I'm at? Yes. Do I wish that I didn't have to drive in traffic? All the yeah, time yeah, to get up here? Sounds yes. a lot
1: about... Sounds really confusing to me.
0: You know what? All I'm saying is... Is the riding
1: work. down there better than up here? Oh. Thank you.
0: That's... I, I, I... You don't... It's no... Is there more
1: traffic when you bicycle down there, yes or no?
0: Actually, no. Not where I bicycle. You wouldn't know because you never fucking come out of the high desert and bicycle or do anything. I'll go to Redlands. I'll go to Redlands. Yeah, but that... I'm still like... 35, 40 minutes from there. So anyway, so the point is, everybody. Hold on, so we're, we're going to ramble for a second. The point of the matter is, is Chris Kiefer's tether is so damn tight. So why do you keep coming back to me when I'm because a 42-year-old man that
1: I'm not racing? You're, I'm not racing.
0: Should, you should venture out of your comfort zone. Listen, you talk about evolving I work. as a
1: person. This is my job. I yep. have a regular job. Unlike hold your on. job is to race. So I'm trying to help you. You act Thanks. like I'm the racer. I'm not.
0: You act like it. You get I don't all these act
1: like bitching it. Bitching bikes and go because I test. You, that's where You just don't. I can you test. Lose, you lose your mind. <laughs> oh, <No>, okay. I'm <laughs> writing that down. <laughs> Write that down.
0: Gary Sutherland can test.
1: So that's where you're misconstrued. I'm not. Res- I'm up here I'm because it's good for testing. If I need to go, I ride out the garage.
0: And how are you moving to Colorado? Yeah, why exactly. You, that's, why we go. I, that's why I have Fisky it. Key for everybody when my podcast comes on, when I can't my do my job to the out, fullest and call Colorado. Just he like you, you
1: can't do your job to the fullest in Temecula.
0: I can do it to the fullest. I just have to be more structured, which I have not been. And I am man enough to admit that I have been slacking on my structure, and I will fix that. So okay. yes, people. So two times. You're not gonna go get all riding with the supercross homies and be all cool guy. Then you're gonna be. That's you, dude. You're you're the one like milestone how many day, how many days a week are you at milestone? I haven't been in a while. Bullshit. Go back on Instagram. Yeah, last go week, back on. You Instagram. were there last week.
1: No, I wasn't. Yes, I didn't were. go last week.
0: <laughs> then the week before. Yes. I, I mean, it doesn't. What does it matter? Because you're you're talking shit on things that you, you are just do, see. Here's the difference,
1: here. people. I admit it. When I was like straight up, yep, Gary will not do that. Gary will fight. Fight. And I'm fight. Like,
0: yeah, I'm not just a layover little girl. I fight for, for things that I think's right. What's a like.
1: what's a hard-fought fish to catch Me? since you're a fucking Montanian?
0: What's a hard-fought fish? Yeah,
1: when you go fishing, what's a gnarly fish that really puts up a fight? I don't know.
0: Trout? I, I carp, live in Temecula now, dude. I just go, I go buy them. <laughs> Gary, Gary's the carp of Temecula. <laughs> Chris just said trout. Do you realize trout are like 12 inches, dude? All right.
1: Don't try That's and get basically the what thing. I'm saying. Is we hope everyone listening out here, and unlike what you think, people do listen to this.
0: No, I do. I I know that you. We have. say that we would like you to train up. Don't so we? The- that this you already held on. Don't say we, because you get pissed about these supercross guys that are like, "We had a great race today. We built a good bike." It's no, it's I. No, say I'm I. talking about we, the fans. But you're not want a fan you to do. you this is your job. You I am a fan. I'm. A, it's my job, and I'm a fan. Oh. You're a fan of me. So how many podiums do I have last year? Four.
1: <laughs> there you <laughs> go. I so no wonder how he figured that out. I yeah. listened to you. Oh, good job. All right. So Gary's going to be on. So rip us off your sponsors so everyone kind of knows what's going on since we argued enough.
0: The what? What's your sponsor? We, we dude? didn't argue near enough. This is this was mellow tonight.
1: Yeah, but people don't want
0: to listen to us arguing. Oh,
1: they do. They just, just turn wait. off.
0: How, uh, we need like a percentage of what part three should be.
1: You don't want part three because it's stuff that you don't want to talk about.
0: Like, I'm, uh, I'm
1: down to talk about whatever.
0: Yeah, I know. But, but you're scared. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, my sponsors for 2000 <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm not scared. Go ahead. Um, for, uh, biggest and foremost, uh, Fred Hatch from Hatch Racing. So hold on. What is Fred Hatch? What is he? Fred Hatch owns... Uh, so he's conditions. just an enthusiast. Yeah. Race Big 6. Uh, great friends with uh, Paul Krauss. Um Race Big 6 his entire life, basically... Loves the sport, loves racing. He actually races off-road cars, uh, 1,600 cars, and I think he's actually building a trophy truck right now. Um, they do a lot of best-in-the-desert stuff. Super awesome guy. Um, and for those just, of you guys listening out here, a lot of these even
1: Supercross kids that you see in the privateer kids, they have guys like Fred that back them, people with a business or just enthusiasts that want to be a part of of what these riders are doing. So. I'm sure, just like Gary, he wants to be a part of your program and yeah. do what you're doing.
0: Well, and I actually, not only Fred Hatch, you know, he's a he's a contractor guy, into racing enthusiast. I have uh, Wayside uh, Wayside Lumber up in Sacramento. Um, same thing, Enthusiasts, Their money loves loves Rylan. Want to help somebody out? Foothill Drywell Drywall from up there as well. And uh, you know, that's it's not to get off topic of the sponsors right now. Like what these guys are doing for me, like I've been very fortunate to have. You know, more than just Fred, like I've had Wes from NTS Inc. and, you know, Dean from Bonanza Plumbing and people that have helped me out. And I would love to at some point get to a point in my career after racing where I'm making enough money to help somebody out like myself because I know how much it's impacted my life. Will you really help someone like you or help someone? I I wouldn't help somebody like you. Somebody with more structure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, somebody with more structure. Not such a dick. Well, I'm not a dick. Oh, boy. You're not, you're not, that's the, that's the confusing thing about you. I am nice. It's like, you have a good heart. I am. But on I'm the outside, mad. it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough. Like, it's, it's yeah. tough sometimes You gotta work to, to get buddy. to, you gotta it's work. It's really
0: tough sometimes to be your buddy. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, keep going through sponsors. <laughs> We're not even get this, why, I don't even know. You know why I'm So, buddy. KTM. KTM, Hatch Racing, Wayside Lumber, foothill Hill Drywall, Thor, uh, X-brand goggles with Chris does not. Do I need like. do I need to have like a pit board, pit for board. Your, your sponsors on it? No. Um but I, there's a few in limbo right now so that's why I was like I was thinking, sorry. And we're back with Thor? Yeah, Thor uh looks like Thor for next year. Garnet boots, uh Dunlop tires, they've been around. Chip oh, with Garnet? <clears throat> hey, but just so you know, that guy follows me. Bob. So, and he's like, "Hey, I great guy. Bob's he's, awesome. He is awesome. You, know, you want to know someone straight up that knows a lot of shit. Yeah. Bob, Bob, no and he's much. like, hey, I followed you and I was like, I had a good conversation with him this week. It's funny that how much he knows that you didn't know, right? Yeah. No, yeah. the guy's the guy's in and he knows his stuff. Yeah. Um recluse, uh, twisted development, Achurvy's Plastic, Talon over there's been awesome to me. Um, Brian. Shout out to All Brian. Brian right, Brian, what up, Brian? It's uh, been a while. I haven't seen I fully. got your back, Brian. Yeah, there I got you go. your back. I just went above him. I go straight to Talon now. but hey um hold on okay go ahead clues Uh, i kind of want to eat dinner tonight yeah well lyndon smith from seat concepts yeah uh been with lyndon for a long time great guy dt1 filters hoodies uh filters cleaning service that's another reason why i live in temecula i can literally walk in drop off my filters boop pick up cleaned oiled filters you can't do that in the high how does that work you mean how does that work
1: so DT1, is the filter that you put in your bike, is it a biodegradable one or is it,
0: they just wash them? No, it's biodegradable. It just, just dissolves and sucks dirt, you idiot. No, it's a filter like normal. You know they have biodegradable filters, jackass. Yeah, I know. This is a filter, a normal, great filter. Take it out of your bike dirty. Hand it to Hoodie. Hoodie cleans it. Okay. But if you have DT1 filters, if you're an average consumer going to, to Hoodie, bam, you hand them a dirty filter... Five Bucks, so like let's say you take 10 filters, 50 bucks, yeah. And if they're all DT1 filters, you bought them, he'll give you 10 so oiled, be, ready to go. So people from back east can do that, I think so. Yeah, They you can, can just mail them should. and yeah. they'll ship them back to you. Yep, and it's a service, it's a service. He cleans and oils filters. Is it like a monthly subscription thing, or is it? I don't like, know. I think he should think maybe about it. should find that, that out about your sponsors you know? before you well, rip them off. I've talked to no, I've I know, his, I know his program, but I don't know about the monthly subscription thing. Yeah, that's kind of like cool, Everything too. that's like that's kind of people, like that's a new thing. Like I know FMF's been doing that, all that. Um, so, DT1 Filters. FMF Pipes? That... Yoshimura Pipes. Yoshimura. Uh, Big okay. E. I, I actually was, I rode FMF with Little D for a long time. Great guy, great company. Um, Big E over at Yosh has been taking care of me. Been, Big uh, E's cool. S- yep. Big E's super cool. Uh, Mika Sprockets and uh, Chains, IMS Tanks, of course. I must take some pegs. Will yeah. you or will you
1: not have yeah. ring testing anywhere on your
0: bike? Yes or no? It depends on how uh, it depends. We're gonna have to talk. That's about a no, them. people. It's
1: for sure not gonna happen. Hey,
0: I was on my shroud. I didn't get any love well, that's on that. Because shit. I barked at you. As I as put as well. it on my shroud for the last round, and you didn't even post anything of it. So I don't know if you're. It, it might. it you, just... you did? No, 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 no. Oh. At prim. Oh. I always. <laughs> I think I lost you. By the way, sheet. does the, the a
1: seventy-five-year-old hey, man have your bike? Who? It looks like a 75-year-old owned your machine. What's your wrong with It looks horrid. What looks horrid on it? It's bad. Okay, can sound? I help you design your shroud graphic? Yeah, armor graphics. You can talk to Paul Armour. That's fine. Paul I'm not Armors saying the graphics. I'm saying the, 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 the design. I what want what part of it? Like what design? Do it's you just like? too much going on. We need more solid colors. It is
0: solid. It's orange and blue. What kind of seat you got on there? I told you, you seat concepts. What eat? color? Well, that was just for right now. We Lynn, We we're testing. What color some backgrounds blue for, is on that thing? Backgrounds on the bike. Yeah, blue for works has to be blue. Well, I can't change that? We uh, can't. I want to help Gary
1: out with this whole program. But, but no, there. that's
0: not the. Here's the thing: you don't understand. It's not like oh, you can't just show up to the rest and go, "Hey, Chris Kiefer thinks my bike looks like shit. I can't run blue backgrounds this weekend." No, no, no but we're gonna help
1: you with the shroud thing. What's wrong with the shroud? It just needs more. It's a lot going on in the shroud.
0: It says Hatch I understand recently. that. It I got that. You have thing. to have that. Okay, yeah, but it has
1: two logos. But I'm just going to present you with a couple options, and okay. if you like them, cool. If you don't, cool. Cool. All right, because we're... I'm just is this I'm the Lick Kit? Or no, no. Best no. You want somewhere. to be Team Lick Kit, you live in Temecula. That's right. Guess.
0: What up, Entignet. Yeah, exactly. My sh- what, what's that All right,
1: song? We're, n- we're done. Why are been a long Oh, long.
0: Break Tech. Hold on. Break Tech. Jesus. Anybody else? Zip tie racing. We don't know what suspension you're going with yet. No, I haven't just no, I haven't figured okay. it out yet. All right. No, so, w hey, wheels, Amy grips, GPR stabilizers. If you see Gary at the race, come
1: up talk to him. He's usually pretty friendly. He'll talk to you usually, for a little bit. I'm always friendly. And just if he does, if something happens to his bike or he doesn't do good in a race, give him about 15 to 20 no, minutes. You can talk to me. Don't come up to him. He's,
0: if you guys are at the track and you want to talk to Chris Kiefer... Just go to like the South Forty because he's too cool to park with everybody else and thinks that he's gonna get bothered with all your questions. So please, next time you ask, I track usually do park by myself. hug the shit out of him about stupid questions. They already I know that because he I always, I bike. always, yeah, yeah ask always, him to ride your bike. That's he no, hates riding. Do you yes. not ask me to ride your bike. So the I'm next five people that no. ask him to ride your bike and you DM me that, I will send not you gonna a set of signed goggles. Well, that's not
1: X brand goggles. Boom. No, that's horrible. What happened to Oakley? What do you mean? How do we know? Richie. Dude, f you, Rich over at X Brand. Rich knows Oakleys are good. Rich knows they're good.
0: Yeah, well, just wait. Rich just got some shit up his sleeve. He's gonna, pow, pow, and are, you're are not you gonna test it.
1: Are you testing?
0: Yeah, nope. I'm not I'm gonna. Are say, you gonna test for Kieferink when you're done? I'm gonna racing? say no. Hell no. You can't pay me enough. You oh, can't even buy braces. We'll see. We'll see. Actually, that, <laughs> that was an
1: option of the last week too. Really? Yeah. And what, what, I turned it down. Why? I'm old. Why don't okay, here's a I'm good old. question.
0: I know this has been a long but, Yeah, podcast. get your own podcast. No, no, I know this has been a long but, <laughs> but we gotta ask Chris Kiefer, the host, the man, the myth, the legend. Why don't you get some a That shit is cheap. Here's the deal. No, it's not the deal. No, I'm gonna is... tell you the deal. Why? It doesn't I matter. Don't,
1: I'm old I'm old. I don't need it. I'm married. You do. I'm fine. If I'm ugly now, getting braces is not gonna do anything for me. I'm Excuse good. You.
0: Think how fast <laughs> you can <laughs> some steak. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm Dude, good. but If I'm we're sorry. out stuck in the middle of the
0: desert, I can gnaw off your fucking ass real quick and eat. You notice how we went straight to my ass instead of like my arm. Like, why well, just gnaw your arm off? All right, all listen. This is enough. Get some braces. We're enough.
1: That's it. How long has it been? It's enough time. It's an hour and ten. People probably turned it off 20 minutes ago. All right. Thank you guys for Thanks, joining Thanks, guys. Me. Part um, three coming up. Please support the advertisers support this podcast. They all make good products. You guys know the drill. They're not on this podcast for no reason. So, unlike Gary... Don't like me. What You see, you give me all this love, and then you just kick me in the balls at the end. That's our friendship. All right. That's our friendship. That's Gary Sutherland, everybody. 324? Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. Sticking with 324, everybody. Hey, Hey. that's for
0: 324.
1: Is who's number? BJ. BJ. Guy passed away in Denver. Yep. That was gnarly. That's on the first podcast. You can listen to that. Bye. Later.